Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Impemba here with Mark Pitts, bringing you another edition of the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast here. We are breaking down Thursday's seven-game main slate. My friend Mark, how we doing? Doing good, John. This is the final stream before James Grande makes his triumphant return. So Grande will be here live five o'clock Eastern time. So the live stream, tune in. Grande will be on the live stream. This will be his last non. Well, you know, we only have a week left of the baseball season yeah. anyways, but I would assume he wouldn't miss any other uh, podcast shows here. Who knows? Anything is possible. as Kevin Garnett uh, told yeah. us here, but uh, you know, we, you know, we, we do not continue the, uh, the MLB uh, podcast and live stream into the playoffs because we basically take a two week break and then uh, basketball's here. And James and I do uh, all of the NBA basketball content. So you can just flop over and uh, start winning some NBA DFS with us. But uh, yeah, Mark, uh, been a great time having you on here. Hopefully uh, we'll get you on before the season ends. A little three-way show with me, you and uh, with Grande. It'll be great. Very excited. Very excited. Very excited. Uh, before we jump into the seven-game breakdown here tonight, again, shout-out to our friends at rtsports.com. Go to rtsports.com slash alarm, promo code ALARM23. Your users will get that 100% deposit match up to $200. Take part in their DFS Pick'em Contest and their DFS Nightly Contest. They're for both the MLB and NFL each and every week, so go check it out again and take advantage of that offer we have going on right now at rtsports.com. Mark, taking a look at the DraftKings main slate here. No course field. That's a plus on a small slate. We do have some weather symbols for the Pirates-Chicago game, so we'll have to monitor that one because as you and I were going over this slate uh, briefly before we went live, we don't exactly love the value pitching. I think maybe we settled in on potentially a Kyle Hendricks at $7,600 as a somewhat viable option, though he struggles at home. It's just the best of the worst. Uh, but if that game gets called due to rain or the forecast has wind blowing out, you chalk that up right away, and uh, we're kind of in no man's land. And that maybe forces us on a small slate to have to spend up. Garrett Cole, Max Free, two guys up over 10K. Tarek Skubal and Kyle Harrison up over $9,000. Uh, Mark, when you're looking at the top tier starting pitching, you know where do you find yourself looking to gravitate towards? Oh, it must have updated because I didn't have Harrison. So uh, yeah, you. you refresh. He's, he's in there now. Give me one second. The DraftKings does this to all, us all the time, as you as you know, Mark. We'll talk about a guy for like forty five minutes, and all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh no, opener, and that guy's not pitching anymore. You're like, oh, right, cool. right, cool. Kind of so, changes yeah. things for me, hitter wise. Uh, however, uh, Garrett Cole, I hate to say it, but I I'm not in love with the spot. He has faced the Blue Jays twice, and he has not allowed to run. But I think Berrios might have a higher ceiling considering he's been good and the Yankees cannot hit righties. Uh, besides that, Scooble, I mean, he's playing the A's, so he's an automatic yeah, play. Chalks. Everyone's going to play him. doesn't matter. And then, I mean, Freed, the National just, like you said uh, 10 minutes ago, dropped 15 runs today. So <laughs> yeah. kind of scary. They're also, you know, they have some guys that can mash lefties. Um Free's been good. He's come down to earth a little bit of late, but uh, I think I'm going straight to Berrios. 
Listen, you're not wrong. Current form Barrios, uh, really pitching lights out here, coming off seven shutout innings against Boston, eight Ks. What's been exciting about Barrios of late is the strikeouts. Uh, he's got 23 strikeouts or 22 strikeouts over the last three starts. This is a guy that you know doesn't generally be a strikeout guy, but he's had nine strikeouts, eight strikeouts, really over the last ten or fifteen. So you know, getting him here now in a spot against the Yankees lineup that has been one of the worst in baseball against right-handed pitching, I could certainly see. Uh, you wanting to get there. I'm curious what the roster should end up being because of that win equity. We talk a lot about, you know, are the Blue Jays able to get to Garrett Cole, who they haven't scored a run on, as you've mentioned. But you look at the numbers for Garrett Cole here, like not like not stellar, only 11 and two-thirds innings pitched. So it's not like he's going terribly deep into these games. Four walks, only 10 strikeouts, 11 hits in 11 and two-thirds innings. So it feels like he's getting more lucky than good against Toronto here and he's facing a, a healthy Toronto lineup um sans Brandon Belt so um I can see or certainly see a reason to fade uh Garrett Cole and yeah you'll have the scuba monster against Oakland uh and Barrios there as two great options we're not going to play Harrison against the Dodgers um I did go and play Grayson Rodriguez last time out at $7,800 against Tampa Bay I have zero fear about running him out against Cleveland here Eight shutout innings in his last start, seven strikeouts, and he has seven or six strikeouts in four straight starts. I know we talk a lot about Cleveland not you know, really being a team that strikes out a ton, but you know, Grayson Rodriguez is one of the top pitching prospects in all of baseball. Got off to a little bit of a slow start, got sent down, but since his recall, has been really good. And of late, he's been even better. Again, we're looking at 24 and a third innings pitch, only four earned runs allowed over those last four starts. Yeah, my only worry is – I mean, he's been good. He's been really good, but he does struggle against lefties. He's got a 503 slug, and we know Cleveland has lefties. So I'm not going to fade him. I'm probably going to use him, but I might have another lineup with some Cleveland lefties. Do a little hedge play in the three max, you thinking? A little hedge, yeah. And I, I wouldn't full, like, I know I kind of crapped on Cole. I don't think I'd fade him. Like, like sure. you said, he hasn't allowed a run, but at 12 2, like, his ceiling, uh, based on the two games he's had, I mean, I think I think they were – maybe one of them was uh, April. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, only 18 fantasy points he's averaging in the two starts. So, you're paying yeah. 12-2, you need 25. You, right. don't need, and, you don't need 18. Anybody can get 18. So, um, I, they've, I'm, been, they've been I'm better. In I agree with you 100%. I, they've been I think, better against righties uh, recently. Last, yeah, uh, I'm curious as to what the roster comes in on Garrett Cole here because on a smaller slate – if 40% of the field is in on Cole and, and you view the three max, yeah, maybe you, maybe you get you know, one of three. You get Garrett Cole and you fade the other two and hope uh, that he doesn't do well and, and you got you got a hedge on the field there. Um, after we go down from Grayson, though, again, for me, it kind of really drops off. I think Hendricks is someone that you could certainly take a peek at here. Um, not good at home this year, and we've talked a lot no, about that for ERA. Um, Pittsburgh's been – not a great offense, but they have guys like a Brian Hayes or Brian Reynolds that randomly are, I mean, they're good baseball players. So yeah. they, they have days. You look at the two starts for Hendricks. He's one and one, three earned runs allowed in 12 innings and five total runs allowed. Um, we know he doesn't strike anybody out. So not a ton of upside in the strikeout department really needs to capitalize on the wins here. Uh, took a loss, six, five and two thirds, two earned against Pittsburgh in his most recent outing in Pittsburgh did beat them. Uh, actually, both of his starts against Pittsburgh were on the road. So, again, even even a little bit more to take a peek at there. Um, but I don't uh, know, man. Assad did – sorry to interrupt you, but Assad did just shut them down 
but he had eight strikeouts. I think he allowed a home run. I think uh, Cabrian homered off him, but yeah. I mean, Hendricks isn't going to strike eight guys out. No, he's, I mean, <laughs> maybe he, six. he had that one random game, right? This year, we had a bunch of K's. Or am I making that up? No, making I, it up completely. He had six, six is the highest I see. Six. Which <laughs> that might be I what I'm talking about. Yeah, might, might so, like, be what I'm talking about. The 14 points, like, that he got in the last, like, his two starts, like, that's probably his ceiling. Right. Um, after that, I mean, I don't know. Do you give a look at Medina against Detroit? That's been, uh, uh, you know, Stacking against Detroit has been a play some people have gone to. Seven Ks in his last start against San Diego. Now, again, hasn't been great. Hasn't got out of the fifth inning in, since July. Um, yeah, but, I mean, you know, I, grasping he, at straws here for some value. He, he's also, I mean, I like Scooble a lot. So yeah. being on the other side of that matchup, I, I'm not – I'm not a big fan. I'm I might if I'm you know 20 lineups maybe maybe I get a Medina in there, but I mean what what do you think his ceiling is? The 16 that he just had? Yeah, 15 or 16 probably. Um, he is better at home now. Again, it's not that's Oviedo, not Medina. It's not great splits. Still a four six ERA in Oakland, but it's not six six right? Like you know, so he at least has. Pretty much kept the ball in the park recently. Yeah. So that's like one. Yeah. Only, four, only fourteen homers on the year, and is uh, out of his twenty-one starts. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, Ninety-seven strikeouts, ninety-eight innings. Pretty good. Um, you know, he just gets hit. Gets right. gets hit. Gives up runs. So right. uh, is it good? It's not. Is Detroit good? Not really. Like not really. Raleigh Green's out. Carpenter struggling again. It's like Torkelson or Bus basically for that lineup. So if I'm playing like a multi-entry, like you said, maybe if I'm in the 20 max, I'll probably get one or two Medinas. Um, probably sprinkling Oviedo. They do have uh, Jake Rogers, who it's true has the mustache and the power. It's true. That's true. Though. I can't can't argue okay. with the mustache power. <laughs> yeah. Can't argue with it. Um, I, I mean, I'm not going to go Urban against Atlanta. I've pitched Drew Peterson before. I'm not going to do it against the Phillies. You can't. Uh, that just seems like a bad plan. Uh, the one guy I wish we could play is Sheehan because the Giants yeah, just yeah. – I mean, they've woken up a little bit lately, but he's throwing four innings. Like I know. I, that, so, But he's 6,600, so if he gets you 16 points, Why did he go from 73 pitches in one start where he got lit up and then he had three innings of one-hit baseball and only went 39. Was he a reliever in that one? He did. Sheen took over in the fifth. So we may have an opener situation for L.A. here. Um, and, and DraftKings just hasn't given it to us yet. Um, yeah, so I mean. We'll see. Because he made the start against Seattle. And then was the opener or made the start against Washington. And then was the was the long reliever against Seattle. So if they don't have a long reliever planned for uh, on the Dodgers here, I could I could give a Sheen a look here because um, you're right. The matchup against San Francisco could be appealing. He his major league debut. He no hit them through six innings. Yeah. So shut him out. Yeah, you know, and so we'll see. Well, we'll that's not a, that's not a terrible call. Um, I initially was off of him just because like four innings, four innings, four and a third. Right. Um, but if, I mean, on a smaller slate, if he gets his 16 fantasy points because he goes three innings and gets five Ks, 
then who cares, right? Like you're right. that's a win. So I'm with you. I and even if he's the long man, who was it? Cutter Crawford that we had, or or Pavetta? Yeah, Red Sox had Pavetta. Yeah, yeah, he came out and like struck out ten, put yeah, up. And, he, and you can get the win actually as the long reliever versus being the opener there. So you'll you'll be the pitcher of record. So um, yeah, good call. Uh, again, I'm not going to go Irvin. Not going to go Peterson. Going to give a look at Oviedo. Not going to pitch Gaddis. Ranger Suarez. I mean. Yeah, Alonzo and Lindor obviously hit lefties pretty well. Um, he's faced them once, six and two thirds, two innings, four of uh, two earned, four strikeouts, got the loss. He hasn't been terrible. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Quintana here. Would you would you consider Ranger Suarez against the Mets? I mean, I expect them to win. And so do I, yeah, so do I. But I mean, is Pete Alonzo gonna take him yard two times? Yeah. Is Lindor gonna crush his face? I mean He's been okay. He hasn't been terrible. Ten. Let's see if there's any BVP here for Alonzo. I'm sure there is. I mean, they play in the same division. Let's see. Uh, the Phillies. I mean, he just in his start against them. He didn't get the win, so like he had 14 points. So um, Alonzo is 0 for 10 in his career against Ranger Suarez. So. You know, maybe maybe not a thing. Let's see. If you believe Suarez, those kind of numbers, then uh, yeah, maybe you give them a look. Suarez versus the Mets. Let's see. Uh, Lindor's just two for nine, but does have a homer. Alonzo's 0 for 10. As a team, now again, not all of these guys are going to be starting against Ranger Suarez, but uh, their current roster career mm-hmm. against Ranger Suarez, just eight for 49. That's a 163 average. So not good. Nimmo three for 13. Lindor two for nine. McNeil 0 for five. Alvarez 0 for three. Alonzo 0 for 10. Vientos is one for three. Uh, so yeah, not good. Not good at all. So yeah. Now, now I'm swinging the way of uh, some Ranger Suarez here as we do a little bit of a deeper dive um into into this matchup here and they let him go last game i mean 106 pitches yeah 7900 like can't hate that i think yep. the win equity is there like they're gonna they should destroy peterson i like it i like it a lot all right let's move on over to the infield here and, and talk about some of our favorite hitters uh on this slate we've obviously picked on the fact that we're not in on drew peterson uh for me that puts someone like alec bohm uh in play here hits lefties we again don't think much of peterson here um, where else are you taking a peek at when it comes to the infield? I mean, this this switch up of the the Giants pitcher is kind of ruining everything I was looking at. So that kind of changes things. But uh, I mean, Trey Turner. Yeah, right. He's, he's kind of cooled off, but he he was a monster and is a monster. So I mean, it's a good matchup. Um, yeah, pulling up some BVP against Peterson here. Uh, I called him Drew Peterson. His name is David. We'll never get the names right on this show. Drew, David, uh, might as well Dan be the Kramer, same. Dan Kramer. Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Peterson, David Peterson against the Phillies. Who's got the BVP we were looking at here? Uh, so Bohm is three for 14 with two doubles and a homer. Not great, not awful. Uh, Castellanos just two for four. Bryce Harper, surprisingly, five for 13. Uh, in his career against David Peterson. So um, overall, some decent numbers there. Third base, to me, looked like pretty weak, and I immediately went down to Bohm. So, like, I I think he's still a great play at third base. Yeah, no, I would agree with you. I think if the wind's blowing out in Chicago or you're just not in on Hendricks, we might just be in on Ranger now. Like, Brian Hayes still much in play. Christopher Morrell against a righty in Oviedo. 
I like Gunnar Henderson. So I agree with you. There's not a ton of value here. Probably looking to spend up more at the at this position here, and you're not wrong. I mean, now that Harrison's in there, some of these Dodgers, like cheaper Dodgers, look a little bit less appealing, even though Harrison's a lefty, you know, like Kike or Chris Taylor, probably less in love with them than I would have been had the matchup not switched do you think it's a it's a opener situation or um because it had it had stripling stripling, stripling yeah is. let's yeah. see here um i'll like, say he will start he got recalled wednesday oh alex cobb went on the il for the rest of the season so basically uh cobb sent down ir harrison called up to make the start so, so he's probably starting starting yeah probably starting starting um, well so, I mean, listen, he had a five ERA at the major league level. So, I, you could just still go, you know, bets and, and crew here against Harrison. Oh, of course. Of course not, you can play bets. Of I'm not going not gonna to fight that one too much. Um, let's see here. Let's I mean, see. Bellinger. Yeah. I don't really care who the pitcher is. Cody Bellinger is good. <laughs> and again, we, we, if that wind's blowing out in Chicago with that rain, um, look out. Like, that ball will fly. Right. For sure. So, uh, uh, if you don't like Grayson, uh, Josh Naylor. Yep. Forty-five. Yep. Like um, O'Hearn. I'll just keep running O'Hearn out there against Gaddis. Is Gaddis going to be just an opener for them? What's their? What's that? Deal uh, I wasn't sure on that either. Yeah, I mean, he's thrown. He's thrown some innings, but um, this says so he was optioned. So they just recalled him, I guess. Um, yeah, three inning relief like- outing. It seems like he's been piggybacking, but. Maybe he will. Maybe he's set to start here. So uh, we'll have to we'll have to see what happens. But um, yeah, O'Hearn for me for sure. Uh, a guy I'll, I'll just keep plugging and playing uh, when it comes to this uh, first base position. First base, yeah. Uh, for, I mean, if you look at catcher, you can play them all. <laughs> like real mute, real muto, yeah, real muto. Yep, great spot. I went down to uh, Bow Naylor again. If you don't like Grayson, he's I like got... Naylor, yeah. Uh, Andy Rodriguez, I know he's you know slumped a little bit, but uh, Hendricks is again an option that we could look to play against. Um, let's see, here's my lefty. No, I was just a righty. Uh, yeah, Naylor's Naylor's a good call. I mean, I, I like Kyber, but it's against Freed. It's a little tough. So you might you might find yourself either just punting catcher and, and taking like uh you know play like Yon Jones anyways, you know, even though it's a, against a, a, a righty. There's not really much else down here. So yeah, it's it's kind of ugly. It is kind of ugly. Let's see. Second base, a lot of the same. Uh Ahmed Rosario against the lefty, probably could go there. McKinstry at 34 could play. Uh, Gimenez, you can play. I yep. mean, again, if you don't, you like Grayson, so I do like Grayson, but I think, but I felt I feel less on Grayson now that we could maybe play Ranger as a pivot off of him. So, um, I could get behind that. Dansby against Oviedo at 52. Um, it's a gunner against Gaddis, and you mentioned it, Trey Turner already. So, uh, not a ton of volume in the infield. Hopefully, right now we get some volume of value in the outfield. I'm Mark. You're on oh. the value article for this, or no? Yes. Yeah. Uh, like I was, I was right. I was literally, literally writing them up, and then they changed the picture. So, like, <laughs> possibly some of the people I wrote up, I have to unwrite up. Have to go change it. So, uh, one other guy, Lamonte Wade. Yep. Who I may or may not have written up. I don't know if you already said him, but 
two home runs in his last five games. He's got a five, six game hit streak, 34. Uh, Sheehan's been bad against lefties. Yeah, no, a lot of power with Lamont Dewey at 100%. Uh, outfield here again, you can always play any of the top guys Acuna, Betts, Judge, Bellinger, uh, even Schwarber against lefty hits for power. We mentioned Reynolds. So uh, I'm not going to sit here and bore you, bore you with the details of the top guys. Uh, if we are in the mid tier, though, again, I gravitate towards these Baltimore guys against Gaddis, whether it be Mullins or Santander. I think both of them are pretty good in play. I love Seiya right now as well at 4,400. Uh, what did you did you have Castellanos's uh BBP when you looked it up? He's only two for four, nothing crazy, but still two for four is two for four, and this man is on fire again. Yeah, you can you can you can play the man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, definitely can against lefties. Definitely can. Yeah, Jock Peterson, another lefty that yeah, Sheehan may or may not struggle with. Yep, Give home the other day. Love that. Um, you have Harris and Rosario, two lefties here. I know Rosario is struggling, but Jake Irvin is not good. Uh, not. So. If you want to get some Braves, as we said, it's a blanket statement. You can always play some Braves. No arguments here. Uh, Yaz is a lefty. As you mentioned, Sheehan been struggling there uh, against some lefty guys here. Jack Swinski's just always got power potential. Um, I know the batting average is garbage, but 25 homers on the year and recently 306, 894. So, again, if we have some wind blowing out in Chicago, uh, getting some Pittsburgh, cheap Pittsburgh bats in your lineup could be a way to go. Sure. Uh, Parker Meadows homer the other day. Uh I don't know if I'd roster him, but maybe one of the guys that could uh, get to Medina. Sure. Uh, let's see. 3,000. I liked uh, – I was big on Outman. I liked Outman a lot, but since they switched pitchers, like now it's lefty on lefty. Yeah, probably a little tough to get him there. But, I mean, the Dodgers outfield in general is going to be like that, right? Hayward, Peralta, Outman, right. they're all lefties. So you probably see Chris Taylor get in that lineup. Uh, Herc Sads and someone I've been playing a lot of. Uh, I know the numbers haven't all totally bared out the production yet. Did Homer a couple days ago, uh, but he's twenty eight hundred bucks. He hits in the middle. He hits towards the middle back end of the uh, Orioles lineup. So looking for some pun plays. Herc Sads here. Kevin Biggio is down here as well. Someone that you and I like to play a lot of. Maybe not the best spot against Garrett Cole, but right. you know, always an option uh, when it comes to some value. Did you mention Hayes? Uh, I don't know if. I mentioned Hayes at third. Yeah, Cabrian. Okay. Yeah. I did. I did. Uh, any other guys in the outfield for you, Mark? Uh, did we mention G1? Uh, we did G1 not talk Bay? about J1 Bay. We did not. J1 Bay. Good call. Second base value for us here on the slate. Probably probably just plug-in, right? Where is he? There he is. 3300 bucks. Yeah, that's probably just a plug, honestly. Again, uh, like, there's weather concerns, but yeah. if it plays, like, I like him. Yeah, because we're going to need some value on this slate. All right, let's get a lineup going. We're in on Scooble, and probably Ranger, I guess, is where we're going to try to start our build here. Like it. All righty. Uh, catcher position. Well, let's let's go Bay. Let's just plug that in. Get a value second baseman on the board. Do you want to pay for Acuna, or do you want to play bets? Who do you want to spend on? kind of want to go with Braves, I think, because why I mean, not, right? Yeah. They're, they're the Braves. Um, all right, so if we do Braves, can we get this? It's 3,100. Feels like we're, we're going to need a lot of help. A, a cheap catcher? Feels like we're going to need a lot of help here. Um, I don't even know who's going to play down here. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, you, you've been talking about Millis here. Maybe Drew Millis gets in a lineup? Uh, he could. Uh, he, he, could. he might he suck. I like him, but 
Well, you actually, let's go this. Hold on. Let's do that. Let's get a thousand dollars on our on our board. Barrios and Suarez. And we'll we'll uh, yeah. get a little slight extra cash here. I'll go back to the Herkstad play. And I, I never know how to spell his name. Is it H? It's like KJ. HK. All right. I'm just going to tap on Baltimore it's here. KJ, isn't it? Uh, KJ, yeah. Eight, this was what throws me off. It's HKJ. <laughs> so that's all my brain ever processes. Um, yeah, Cole, right, so Cole, Cole called him out the other day. He homered. Yeah, he did. He's, he's great. All right. 3400 bucks. We got to figure out a way to get some value here. Well, if we're not playing, I mean, we need to catch her. If we're not playing uh, Grayson, do you want to play Bo Naylor? Sure. Or do you want to find like the cheapest possible? No, Bonilla works at 35. Uh, let's see. Do we have a value third baseman? Third was ugly. It was like, there's, I found nothing down there. There is. There is. It's, it's gross. I guess we'll just plug Kike in. It's 37. Uh, I mean, Biggio was down there, but he's playing. He's got Cole, so I don't love it. Yeah. Shortstop. Um, 37. 37. Oh, there was one other value guy on the, in the outfield. Uh, Rojas? Did you mention oh, yeah. Ro- Miguel Rojas? No, Johan. He's 29? Yeah, 29. He's got four steals in his last 10 games. Love it. Run. That gives us a $4,500 shortstop. Uh, does J1 Bay play short? No. Does Kike play short? No. Not, we have 45, 43, 45? 45. Oh, boom. Oh, no. We want shorts. Uh, what if we did boom, though? Let's see. What if we did boom here at 43? 33, 33. shorts. Uh, and Miguel Rojas is hitting the ball pretty well right now. 375 at 1,000 OPS. Sure. Throw him in there. Throw him in there. I got 300 bucks to play around with. Was there a 3K outfielder? Oh, Kike. Would you rather uh, Kike Hernandez or Herkstad? Uh, Herkstead. I mean, <laughs> it's close, I guess, but uh, uh, we can keep uh, Herkstead. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, not again, not not terrible. Uh, it is a weird slate. Uh, Acuna is obviously and, and Olsen are obviously tough to get into. If we, but. We, and, that could be off. 50 points, those two guys. So that's what I'm saying. Um, you know, I guess especially against Urban. So, I mean, there's a reason we're here, right? We have Olsen, Acuna stack. Um, one-offs, basically the rest of the way, Rojas and Bohm. Um, the other Rojas, Bay, Naylor, Suarez, and Berrios. So uh, just a look here again, seven-game slate that we got going on for everybody. Uh, we'll have the full playbook out. James and I will be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern. Mark, any uh, final words? For the friends at home, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm I'm not gonna be around tomorrow. I want to see that that stream with uh, when James returns, but I'm very sad I'm not gonna be home. Oh, well, you can always uh, go and you know what? catch it on demand on the Fantasy on YouTube channel. This is true. I could also YouTube it on my phone. You know, take it's you guys true. with me on definitely, the road. Definitely can watch it on the road. So that's gonna wrap up tonight's show, everybody. Uh, hit us in the Discord, find us on Twitter. Good luck with everything, and we'll catch you later.